0: Welcome back, everyone, and welcome into this fireside chat, which is the strategies for attracting younger drivers. I am your host for this, Andrew Cox, and with me I have Sadie Church, who is very good at attracting young drivers. She's going to tell us all the strategies that she has deployed over the past few years to to get younger people behind the seats. Sadie's here with us now. Sadie, can you give us a little elevator pitch on why we've asked you to to explain these strategies of attracting young drivers?
1: Sure. Thanks so much for having me. Um, yeah, I, so I grew up in trucking. It's an industry that I uh, know and love and genuinely care about. Spent summers on the road with my dad when I was a kid, um, and I am now the, the uh, vice president of marketing for CBL Life, uh, and I am a former recruiting, retention, and marketing director for Riverside Transportation.
0: So, so let's let's get into it. Why is this such a big deal? Why are why are we having this conversation of attracting younger drivers to the industry?
1: Um, because so many, such a large portion of our driver pool is aging out. You know, um, the majority of our drivers are fifty-five years or older, and so we need to, in order to stay ahead of the driver shortage, we need to make sure that we're that we're appealing to a younger generation of drivers, so that um, we have drivers to fill that gap when these drivers age out.
0: So we know it's important to get younger drivers because we have, a, we have an aging population of drivers. As you said, the average age of a trucker is about 55. But I want to talk about this kind of disconnect between the respectability and the desirability of being a truck driver. So I got a stat here from ATA that says that 67% of Americans have a high regard for the industry and a high regard for truckers. But I feel like if we asked a question to, uh, to young parents with young children whether they wanted their kids to be truck drivers when they got older, it would be a much lower percentage saying yes, that, that they would like that. Why do you think there's such a disconnect? between desirability and uh, respectability? And uh, what can we do to kind of break those stereotypes?
1: Um, I think we can do more by uh, promoting positive things in trucking, um, showing the the positive side of trucking. Uh, There are so many awesome um, videos out there of truck drivers, you know, living great lives, making great money, exploring the country. I think there's such a focus on four-year degrees that, you know, there's so many kids who go to college and then they come out, you know, with tons of student loan debt. And then they st- still start in entry-level jobs. With trucking, what's so great about that is, you know, it's very minimal training. Um, they're not going to be saddled with student loans. They can go out and, um, you know, get their CDL, and they can start making great money, uh, travel the country, and, you know, do, really do an honorable job.
0: So yeah, those are three major benefits, right? They can come out, they can make good money. You can come out as a driver making sixty or seventy thousand dollars. You get an opportunity to see the country, which is something I wanted to to talk to you about because I believe you started a, a brand ambassador campaign while you were at Riverside, where you had a you had a young lady that had never even seen the ocean, and you gave her the opportunity to to drive a truck and and make videos about it. Tell us about that experience.
1: Yeah. So. Um... In my experience, people trust people more than they trust corporations. And drivers, by and large, have a, a pretty large distrust of corporations. Um, they've been, you know, they, over the years, they've been lied to by recruiters. And so they just really don't trust what, you know, people in suits are telling them, right? So my thought process was to create a brand ambassador. Um, I had a, a... And she was actually an employee in my recruiting department. It really beautiful, blonde, intelligent, has an MBA, really smart woman, um, who had never really, she had, you know, she grew up in the same town, had never, never traveled, never experienced a lot of things. And she was just really ready to spread her wings. She talked to drivers every day and she heard, you know, how cool it was out on the road. And so she really got the itch and she came to me and she was like, you know, I really want to be a driver. And I said, okay, well, um, I want to make your brand ambassador because I think you'd be perfect. I would love to chronicle your experience um, you know going through CDL school and just becoming a driver and seeing the country. And so that's what we did. We, I made her a brand ambassador. We got our pink uh, Volvo truck and um, you know we had her we had her um, just really do daily videos and, and and chronicle her her journey of becoming a truck driver.
0: Yeah, so I think that's a, that's a great point you made it there at the very beginning that people trust people, especially truck drivers. They they are notoriously a distrusting uh, group of people. Tell me how successful that group was. You told me that you had, you know, a pretty high number of new driver recruits just simply off of those YouTube videos she was making. Tell us about the success of the program.
1: Yeah, so um how you said the brand ambassadors is we wanted them to tell their story of RTI in their words. Um you know, I, we didn't tell Chelsea what she needed to say. Um, I wanted her to tell what her experience was as a driver, um, and as a truck driver for RTI. So we gave her a lot of freedom, um, to just really take control of her page, uh, and, and spread the word. But, um, you know, she averaged about 25 25 drivers a month, uh, just through her page, um, coming onto RTI just because of her experience and her recommendations.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it's great when you get a good personality down there and let, let her be herself and just chronicle the true ways. I, I'm sure that there's a whole list of great videos out there. So let's talk. Uh, let's shift gears a little bit because you are uh, on a specialty that have dealt both with recruiting and retention. And as you definitely know, and anybody that's done both, they are two way different horses. So let, let's talk a little bit about the differences between the retention process of retaining a 53-year-old driver versus the differences of retaining a 23-year-old uh, driver. What, what are the special things you have to do to retain a younger person? versus an older driver
1: so I definitely think there's no one-size-fits-all for retention Um, and I I think that there are a lot of tools out there that are very helpful but I think we can't never underestimate the people element of retention Um, but some of the things we can do as carriers to retain younger drivers um, you know Wi-Fi and trucks um, just you know putting things in trucks that that a younger generation of drivers would prefer, uh, for example, you know a lot of a lot of younger drivers that we were seeing are coming in, you know, with um, can they can only drive an automatic? So maybe you have options for if you want to retain a 55 year old driver, maybe you still have manual transmissions for those drivers, and maybe you have um, you know automatic transmissions for younger drivers. I think there are a lot of things that we can do to um, you know create your comforts in the trucks that would would help retain younger drivers.
0: So Sadie, I gotta ask about that 18-year-old intrastate law because I see that as an impediment, uh, especially to going after recent high school grads. You know, they have three years there where they can go and learn an HVAC uh, or, or get a mechanics license or do a lot of other things that doesn't get them behind the seat of a truck. You know, get, being 21 and then you can drive interstate and you can you can see the whole country. How big of a deal is it that uh, that 18-year-olds are only allowed to drive intrastate?
1: I think it's a really big deal. I think uh, in those three years. You know, so kids are choosing what they're going to do for their career path for the, for the rest of their lives, typically. Um, and we're losing that golden opportunity of, you know, getting drivers in the industry, getting younger generation into the industry.
0: So. Uh, another thing I wanted to talk to you about, and this is something we, we had a call to, uh, to discover a little bit about each other before this, and you talked about branding, and in this, one, this really stuck with me. You, you said that truckers are, are very smart people. They can sniff out BS from a mile away, and they see great equipment, great home time on the back of every truck, and that just doesn't really appeal to them anymore because they see it everywhere. So what are, what are your thoughts on the best way to brand yourself as a trucking company, not only to attract younger drivers but to attract drivers in general?
1: Branding is so important. I think it's probably the most important thing you can do in, in recruiting. Um, as you said, every single ad, if you could go through, you know, a trucking paper or a trucking website right now, and every single advertisement is going to say, great equipment, great home time, great pay, we treat you like a family, um, all these cliches that drivers are just sick of, really. Um and the truth of it is, so many of the companies, if you go to 10 different companies, they're probably all going to have very similar equipment. They're probably going to have very similar pay packages. Um, I think the only thing you can do is identify what sets you apart from other companies. What makes you different? What makes you unique? Um, and, and really show the drivers that. Show them what, home, what good home time looks like. Show them what a good equipment looks like. Um, and leverage your drivers for that. You know, uh, if you check on YouTube or TikTok or Instagram, you're going to see videos of your drivers, um, you know, at, reach out to them, ask them, hey, I saw that you did this review of our equipment. I saw that you did this review of our home time. Can we use this as an in an app? Um, allow your drivers to tell your story of your brand and what what sets you apart from other trucking companies.
0: So I think one of those things that, that set apart certain companies from others is technology. And you mentioned there a moment, a moment ago about uh, putting Wi-Fi into trucks or mm-hmm. uh, and some other things, maybe it's video games or, or whatever have you, about getting, a, a tr- getting young drivers behind a truck of a very high-tech uh, big rig. What are some of the other technologies that, that you have used uh, to, to deploy and, and try to attract younger drivers? Is it, is it simply Wi-Fi or is there other things there that, that young drivers are, are excited about when they hear you tell them?
1: Um, I think just anything we can do with technology in the truck. So TVs, um, satellite, uh, tablets with uh, streaming services available, Netflix, Hulu, things like that.
0: See, one of the big things that I think is a, is a really big deal about getting younger drivers is getting those first-career logistics people. You know, Me, when I was in co- college, I had a lot of friends that were graduating from UTC here in Chattanooga, and they were going to work in logistics. And for some reason, me being the contrarian, trying to be different, I always looked at logistics and said, that's, that's not what I'm going to do. I'm not going to go to a freight brokerage. I'm not going to work in logistics. Uh, and then here I am, first job out of college, started with FreightWaves, and now I'll likely be an industry, uh, a, a lifelong logistics industry person. So do you think it's also important that- that, is that one of the also really big things about getting young drivers is, is that being their first career and that they're getting their foot in the door that early?
1: Yeah, I definitely think that helps. And I think, um, as most truck drivers say, it's trucking is one of those things that gets in your blood. And once you once you're in the industry, you know, it's hard to think about doing anything else.
0: All right, Sadie, I've got to ask, because when I look at the demographics of the trucking industry, I see that the average age is 55 years old. I see that there's only about 6% women, and I see that there's only about 40% minorities. So I have to ask, why are we so focused on going after younger drivers when that is proving to be pretty difficult, seeing as the average age hasn't really come down much in recent years? Why are we so focused on going after younger generations rather than going after women and minorities? Or should we go after all at the same time?
1: I definitely think we should go after all at the same time, and I, def, I think there are a lot of opportunities to do that. But I do think um, with technology, it's much it's getting much easier to recruit younger drivers. Um, if we leverage social media, you know, YouTube, uh, TikTok, Instagram, we're going to have a better opportunity to reach younger drivers. Um, and I but I do think that branding is really important, and um, depending on who you want to um, appeal to, you would just diversify your branding to you know appeal to that that demographic.
0: You, you told me in our uh, in our warm up call that you had to meet them where they're at. Is that what you mean? Mm-hmm. Does the social media, is that what you mean by that? It, tell me tell me about TikTok especially because it's seemingly that TikTok's always in the news now but you mentioned TikTok as a as a great medium for truck drivers especially.
1: Yeah, yeah. So if you look on TikTok right now, you'll see that there are 252 million views of videos with the hashtag truck driver. Um, and that's wow. a younger younger generation of driver younger generation on TikTok. So it's a great platform um, that's very untapped in the trucking industry. Um, to reach younger drivers, and there are lots of really cool videos by really young drivers um, who are doing great things to spread awareness about the trucking industry.
0: 250 million views I would have uh, I would have never guessed so let's talk about another uh, another way that some people are getting into the door getting meeting them where they're at so to say Uh, this is tomorrow's truckers this is the ATA program that I know you're at least a little bit familiar with and this is their attempt to plant as many seeds of the industry into high school students as possible by attending career days and and speaking at schools Um, what do you think about this idea not just that program in particular but do you think it's really important to get into schools even before they graduate to, to get in and and how do we do that should we pull up with a big rig and let them hop in or what do you think is the best way to go about that
1: absolutely think it is. I think it's really important to teach the next generation about trucking um, bring awareness to the industry show some of them probably have never even been inside of a truck so they might be amazed to see you know refrigerators and flat-screen TVs things like that inside trucks I, I definitely think it's a great idea
0: No doubt. Well, Sadie, this has been a fantastic conversation. I know we've talked here. We've said branding. Let's recap here. Branding is the most important. Make sure to be honest and be real Uh, and then, you know, appealing to the younger people. Meet them where they're at, it seems. TikTok and uh, and those other modes are are where you need to be. Well, Sadie, thank you so much for speaking with me today, and I hope you have a great rest of your week, and thanks for joining this Carrier Summit. Everyone stay tuned for the rest of the afternoon. We've got a lot in store for you. Uh, I hope you enjoy. Thank you.
1: Thanks for having me.